Welcome back, everyone, to a brand new episode of Ian Hates Love. This is a Valentine's Day special. I don't know how we jumped the shark so early, but we are. We're having an actual special episode. Please, everyone, welcome back to the show, Sophie. Hello, everyone. Sophie, you have become a rising star in the podcast community. How does that feel? Oh, it feels great. I'm the one and only guest so far on Ian Hates Love, so... uh yeah, I had all these plans, all these people that said they were really looking forward to coming on the show, and then once they realize it's a big thing that people are actually listening to, they've kind of fallen back. So, yeah, that's kind of the way it goes. As long as no one's getting sick of my voice, uh, I know it's no uh, sultry Ian voice. But... <laughs> I have had my voice described as sultry. That is very true. But, Sophie, I am very happy that you are back. And we're going to be doing some on-air, well, not on-air questions, because we're not actually going to take calls, which would be ridiculous. So we have a list of questions from a bunch of haters out there, and we are going to be talking about Valentine's Day. Now, I know we talked about this briefly in the second episode, but this will be, you know, a lot more in-depth with some of our stories and whatnot. So we're going to get started right now with question one. How long do you have to be in an actual relationship or how long do you have to know someone in order to bring up or acknowledge that it's actually Valentine's Day? My thoughts on this, it's such a sticky situation because oh. if you're in an established relationship, yes, you acknowledge Valentine's Day. Okay. What about that beginning phase where it's even a couple weeks, maybe a month or two, and you haven't even established if you're quote unquote exclusive yet? Do you even bring up the V word? Mm. Well, I mean, we can go into a whole tangent about how all holidays are made up anyways. And this is another one that was made up for people to spend money and get cards and flowers and all that bullshit. I would say in general, you probably wouldn't want to have a first date on Valentine's Day, right? Oh, 100% agreed. Yeah, that'd be a little bit fucking weird. But if you like someone enough and the other person likes you enough, it really doesn't matter because I'm sure you've seen it in your life, there are people that rush into relationships because they know by that first date that that's the right person. So if you happen to have a date on February 13th and it goes really well and you're like, wow, we're on the same page for everything, then you could do something for Valentine's Day if you wanted to. Yes, yes and no. I think it, it is a delicate uh, line to to trace. So I'm in no way a hater or a lover of Valentine's Day. I'm very indifferent when it comes to it, like okay. most holidays. I think I think I mentioned this on the last episode. A day that celebrates love, sure, okay, that's fine. It doesn't need to be super commercialized the way that everything is. But okay, if people want to spend money, that's their own prerogative. But right. I think where my hate or dislike for the holiday, I would say, comes in when the pressure gets put on a relationship because of it. Sure. Um, I would never want to make a, feel, a guy feel uncomfortable if they didn't spend enough money or react well enough to, to the holiday. I think that's, that's the worry and that's the pressure that gets put on the holiday and less about showing your feelings for someone. It's how are you expressing that through gifts or chocolates and time spent, whatever. Right. So I think it's, I don't think it's smart to not acknowledge that it's Valentine's Day. So if it's in the beginning of a relationship and, you're, and you care about them and you want to show that you're still interested in them and that you want to pursue them, then 
I think a small gesture is appropriate. Sure. Um, on the same token, if you go too overboard, so if a guy bought me um, a diamond bracelet and we had only sure. been seeing him a week, that'd be a huge <laughs> red flag. Marry huge that red man. Flag. Huge <laughs> red flag. Um, at the same time, if I'm dating somebody for six months and mm-hmm. they don't even bring up the fact that it's Valentine's Day, it's not going to upset me, but it's going to be like, okay, we don't have to ignore it, but we don't necessarily have to celebrate it either. Sure. Um, I think tiptoeing around it is probably not the best right. best practice. It's either you like open and acknowledge it that either we're celebrating or we're not, or uh, or you, but I think just ignoring it could lend for some hurt feelings. Well, then I guess that whole ignoring part, are we saying both genders? So if we're talking about male and female, whatever, relationship, dating, whatever, is it always the guy's issue that he has to do something for the woman or can the woman do something for the guy? I, I'm i all for the both doing something for each other. I don't think it necessarily has to be the guy doing all of the planning or the gift giving, I think that's the way it mostly goes because the guy wants to con- like not maybe control that part of the the narrative, but I've definitely had situations where I didn't want to celebrate Valentine's day and he got really upset with me about it. Cause he, oh. he wanted to celebrate it. And I thought, wow, this is very weird. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I guess, Maybe that dynamic hasn't, I mean, it's 2019, but maybe that dynamic hasn't shifted enough. Like, I, I don't know about you, but I haven't even, besides like some Barry's commercials and stuff, I haven't seen a whole yeah, lot of, fish. yeah, I haven't like seen a lot of Valentine's Day commercials. And by the time we're actually recording this, it's about a week before Valentine's Day. Yeah. Surprisingly, um, I, I'm, I'm very aware and attuned to holidays. I, just with my job, I work uh, in a retail setting, so I'm very much planning and preparing for holidays months and months in advance. So I've been very surprised just in in the marketplace, seeing the lack of displays and focus, right. especially comparatively to other holidays. I mean, between Christmas, Thanksgiving, and Halloween in the last four months, the focus on those uh, versus, again, they're bigger holidays than, than Valentine's Day. But um, retail takes any opportunity, like you said, to uh, to to gain some traction. So I've been surprised with the lack of the lack of focus on Valentine's Day this year. Right. Especially given it's the first holiday in in this in of the year that drives drives sales for chocolates, flowers, and all that all that good stuff. Right. Um, I think overall, it's, it's interesting to see the lack of movies coming out with, with usually there's a lot more romantic comedies and things that come out this time of year, but there is that one, there is that one terrible one, which is like the opposite of that Amy Schumer one. I haven't seen that one. You haven't seen that one? So Rebel Wilson. I'm a big fan of rom-coms though. I'm well, that's what, that's what this is. It's a rom-com. So Rebel Wilson's in, I guess the real world. And then she gets knocked out by a guy who's stealing something from her. And she wakes up in a rom-com movie. So, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, looks, it looks bad. Oh, of course. I mean, they're all, they're all terrible. I mean, I'm a, I'm a classic rom-com fan. So if, if I had to say perfect Valentine's Day date, listen, I don't need anything other than maybe, uh, maybe a card and watch some rom-coms with me. <laughs> per- perfect date right there. 
That sounds awful, though, because I'm guessing the rom-coms you're talking about are, like, ghosts of girlfriends past and, like, he's not that into you and all that kind of shit. No, I'm talking, like, old-school rom-coms, like... Heathers. What? (laughs) Like, some serendipity, some... The holiday, like, some good, feel-good rom-coms. Oh, sounds awful. That just sounds awful. Hey, but I'm always willing. Like I've had a Valentine's Day where we we each got to pick a movie. Mm-hmm. So I went. I saw where he got to pick whatever he wanted to watch, and then I got to pick one. And he chose. I think it was Deadpool, and obviously I chose Titanic because it's the greatest movie ever created. Oh, please don't even and he, don't. And no, I held up my end of the bargain, and he didn't watch it with me. And I was, you know, no, that's it. Well, You're by done. the way. That was kind of sneaky on your part, too. Since Titanic's like three and a half fucking hours long, you basically <laughs> picked two movies. Uh, he could have chosen whatever movie he wanted. I didn't put, like, you could have chosen The Godfather. Yeah, or Braveheart or something. Yeah, but I mean, he was probably like, hey, I don't want to spend my whole entire night watching two movies and then just fall asleep. I don't I'm know, I'm coming from a guy's is, perspective. I'm saying is Titanic is a home run with me, so... You hear that, guys? Sophie's <laughs> all about Titanic, so... Any opening lines you have from that shitty fucking movie. Hey, I can quote the whole movie cover to cover because it is the cinematic masterpiece. That's kind of embarrassing. I'm just going to put that out there. Just kind of embarrassing. And my heart will go on. What can I say? Oh, is that from the movie? I don't even know. Are you kidding me? I've literally never seen the movie. I've never seen it. That's that's ridiculous. Why? Because it won an Oscar. So, whoa, 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 whoa. If we're going to get now, so we're going to start talking about what movies should and shouldn't have won Oscars and how most Oscar movies aren't rewatchable. Like the Oscars have been shipped for forever. All I'm saying is that was the highest grossing film ever until Avatar. So not only did it is, but so wait, so is Avatar better than Titanic because it made more money? No, but I'm saying it's such it's ingrained in culture is what I'm saying. I'm shocked it that you is. haven't seen it because of how saturated it has been in because of all of these accolades and the fact that it's the, one of the highest grossing movies of all time. Yeah. No, no, I I totally get it. I refused to watch it. I still remember going out with a girl when oh. I was in college and it was a first date and it already wasn't a great I know we've already talked about first dates. It wasn't a great first date to begin with, but I had asked her, hey, you know, what's your favorite movie? I was trying to get on some topic where we could be similar on something. And she said her favorite movie of all time was Titanic. And I was like, done. This isn't going any further. That's just the way it is. See, but I feel like, okay, if I told a guy early on that my favorite movie was Titanic, he'd probably peg me in the, oh, my God, she's this overly emotional train wreck that has these idealized versions of love. Yeah. You know me well enough where that's not me. Well, let's, okay. Then let's say then you're selfish because I at least know at the end of the movie that the girl could have moved over on that board and let Leo live. I agree 100%. Yeah, but that's a metaphor for all women. (laughs) (laughs) I I think it's, all I'm saying is I think the reason why it's my favorite movie. Cracking myself up over here. Oh, you're just, you're just hilarious, Ian. I am, thank you. No Sherry's Berries for you this year. Oh, they're not even sponsoring us, sons of bitches. <laughs> That's the key to Ian's heart, guys, is uh, some Sherry's No, nah, honestly, I really tried that. I actually got myself some when I got some for someone else, and they were not good. So I am, really? over, I am over that. Yep, over it. 
Send them to me for free, though. What is your favorite? Um, what is your favorite Valentine's Day candy, then? Loneliness. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the pathetic, the patheticism, the patheticness. I, I like. I like <laughs> patheticism, though. That sounds like it should. It should be a word, though. It, it should be a word. You can you can trademark that one, Ian. Thank you. Um, yeah, it's really seeping through the mic right now. I, if you can't see me, but I'm playing my miniature violin. Yes, it is very miniature. Look. I'm trying to throw in I'm trying to throw in jokes here. But no, no, I I don't have a specific candy that I would eat on Valentine's Day. I think women that have known me in the past in relationships, they know the way to my heart is cookies. Okay. That's my thing. So kind of chocolate chip. Like I'm a very basic cookie person. You're just a plain Jane uh kind of guy there. I'm the basic bitch of cookies. That's the way it is. <laughs> See, I have the most ridiculous sweet tooth okay. known to, like, I love, I mean, I used to work in an ice cream shop when I was in college. Mm-hmm. I love ice cream, pies, cakes, cookies, everything. I'm not a huge chocolate person, okay. but my favorite candy ever, and this is, I will eat it whenever. Do you know those Ferrero Shays? Oh, yeah. They're fucking great. Oh, they're amazing. I grew up on those things, and I... I actually had um, an employee give me a gift this year. She got me like three cases of them because she knew I used to eat them constantly. Right. And that was the best gift I think I was given in 2018. Besides them ruining the environment, it is a great candy. How are they ruining the environment? With all the extra wrapping on every single individual thing. Like, why don't they just all put them together? And no, then you just I'm, eat them out of a jar. Then they would then they would melt together. And for people who don't know this candy, it is <laughs> please explain a fantastic hazelnut with <laughs> a wafer coating over it. Yes. And then a chocolate covering with other little mini hazelnuts over it. True. And the proper way, I believe, to eat a Ferrero Rocher is to eat each layer one at a time. That's insane. Oh my god. That's it. That's what an insane person okay. does. That's <laughs> And I am the most insane person on the planet. Yes. But that is we finally got my, to it. Yes. My perfect Valentine's Day, Ian. Some Ferrero Shays mm-hmm. and some Titanic. Wow. Yeah. That sounds like hell. That's, 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 <laughs> no, I have a question for you. Do you like Toffa Faze? I don't know. I, I think I know that brand, but I'm not sure what exactly. They're like the, like a half oval and it's all caramel on the outside, oh, no. but it has a hazelnut and the same chocolate on the inside. See, you I'm actually might like caramel. that. I love, I love hazelnut. Yeah. Like the, um, it's like a toffee any, caramel. Yeah. I love anything hazelnut, especially some hazelnut gelato. Oh, so good. Yeah. Europe is really big on hazelnut stuff. Like yeah. they put in all their candy bars. They do all that kind of shit. So well, I yeah. get it. So my, so my mom's from Italy and mm-hmm. that's why I have had so many Ferrero Shays, hazelnut, everything. Um, I grew up on Nutella before it was um, cool. trendy. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't I actually, to... I didn't know it was that trendy. Oh, it's trendy now because the hipsters found out about it. So now ah, it's like, okay. But I mean, I used to, I grew up on all hazelnut everything because it's really big in, especially in Europe and Italy. Right. So um, I'm a big hazelnut fan. That makes sense. All right. Let's go on to that second question that we have. 
because I think we need to, we're going to go off on so many fucking tangents, so it doesn't even matter what we end up doing here. So I believe the second question is asking, do you know what the appropriate gift is depending on how long you've been with someone? So let's say it's three months, six months, a year, year plus or whatever. Is there actually like a hierarchy of gifts you should be getting each other? And let's not make this like a male, female thing. Let's just be like, all right, what would each of you get each other? I think that's so subjective. Yeah. Oh, for sure. But I definitely think there is a hierarchy of things you can you can spend. I think you can spend too much too soon. Sure. So it's delicate in the sense, again, you shouldn't be getting a girl a diamond bracelet after a week. I think that could set off some flags. But I also think you shouldn't be going like, oh, that's kind of, it's kind of dicey. Um, it's tough. I think... For me personally, and I think most people would appreciate if they're actually into you, sentimental over anything. So I'm a big card person. I really like like a really meaningful card. And if they put some effort into that, that means more to me. I don't know. Sure. I'm very cheesy like that because if I, I'd rather that than someone just go out and buy something last minute because they think they should. Right. But I definitely think that there's like the traditional candies, flowers, I guess you can't go wrong, but that's just so overdone right well there are some people that don't like flowers there are some people that don't like chocolate i mean there's plenty of ways you have to i'm assuming on these gifts people know each other like for you if you got a coupon book that said hey one free night of watching titanic i'm sure you'd be super happy about something like that i don't get the coupon book thing like why are you making a coupon because it's it's a physical thing that allows for something that's not physical later. Because you can't just – I can't go up to you and go, hey, Alexa, for Valentine's Day, I'm going to let you watch Titanic with me. Like that doesn't – that's not a thing. So in this way, you would actually have something physical that when you were ready, you'd be like, hey, I don't want to go out on Friday night. Let's watch Titanic. You gave me a coupon. Said no one ever. Well, yeah. No one wants to watch Titanic. Yeah. For not sure. on a Friday night. Um, oh, yeah. Titanic's for a, a Tuesday at best. That is true. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> or nice Sunday night Titanic. 100%. I'll watch it over and over with you. Um, y- yeah, true. Um, I think experiences over gifts always. Well, making dinner, like making a homemade meal for one or both people, that kind of thing. Yeah, that, I mean, that, I know that pulls a lot of heartstrings for a few people. For me, that is not as um, big because I hate being in the kitchen for any amount of time. (laughs) So um, some people think it's cute. Like, oh, let's make dinner together. I think that sounds like a nightmare. Um, Okay. All right. No no thanks. I have done that before. It wasn't my idea. It was a girl's idea. But it is weird. It's weird to be sitting there just in the room while she's cooking and I ask, can I help with something? And she's like, oh, no, I'm fine. And then, like, two hours later, she'll ask me, like, to cut something. And that's it. Yeah, no, that's weird. And I also have roommates. And, I mean, living where we live, I don't know many people without roommates. So I think that's not a preferable thing for, for me personally. But I know that's sure. – anything that's, I guess, more meaningful would be – that is, again, depending on your financial situation. Right. That's More, more, more appreciated than yeah. – Oh, let's just go out, spend a lot of money, and just because we think we should. Yeah, I think I, I think even going out to dinner is fine. I, I think that's probably a standard in a lot of cases. The question, yeah. we can actually go back for a second. What do you think about 
Valentine's Day for single people. So let's get let's not even think about being in a relationship. Let's not think about starting to date. Is it worth single people going out? And I'm gonna I'm gonna use your catchphrase here into the wild to find somebody on Valentine's Day, or is that desperate? I don't understand why single people hate Valentine's Day. Because it's love that they don't have and they see everyone else sharing it. Yes, but how is that any different than any other day of the week that you don't have somebody in your life? Oh, for sure. No, no, I think people are depressed all the time. But it's the same thing as when you see, like, Christmas, how people get depressed. Ah, wow, if I could speak. It's like how people get depressed at Christmas, too, because maybe they don't have family. And even though you're around people that have family all year round, it comes to that holiday where that's really specific. And I think that's the thing with Valentine's Day is when you go out on that day. And I think, is it a Saturday or a Friday this year? So it's going I, to be I think it's a Thursday. Is it a Thursday? I don't even fucking know. So it's one of those, but those are still going out, like big going out nights. So anyone who's single on that day will see all these people showing off their love more than on a regular day. Yes, I understand that, but I think that's just an immature way to, to feel. I mean, I of think course. Yeah. above all, you should feel secure with where you're, I mean, if you had, I, I can understand for someone that maybe was recently broken up with or recently heartbroken, but if you've been single for a while and you just want to hate on a day because it's convenient, I think that's, I think that's just a little, uh, I mean, I've never hated Valentine's Day because I was single or I've never well, right, right. loved Valentine's Day because I was in a relationship. It's just been, if you have somebody, it's, Okay, celebrate that love. And it's a day that you can. I mean, you should celebrate it more than just one day of the year. But if, hey, if you want to, if you, you and your significant other choose to celebrate that, that then great. But if you're, if you're single and you're just looking for a date on Valentine's Day, I think that's just a little, I don't know. I just don't agree well, with that. But it happens for everything. I think that's the whole point. I mean, of course, it's immature, but people are very immature when it comes to love and feelings and emotions anyways, in a lot of cases. For sure, there are people that have their shit together. But when you have a pinnacle day where it's basically, it's like a magnet for all those feelings that you want to have in your life, I think that's why people don't like it. That's why it'll be, I hate Valentine's Day and all that fucking bullshit. But that's the question, though. So as a single person, do you do anything on Valentine's Day? Do you use that day as like a, hey, let's put that stuff behind us and let's go find love? Like that kind of thing. Personally, I don't, but I don't think that's a bad idea for people who do. I recently, um, no, actually this wasn't so recent. I think in the last couple of months, uh, was talking to somebody about, about this. And he mentioned that he used to just go on a dating app and just, if he wanted if it was Valentine's Day or anything that he just feel like he wanted company, he would just find somebody that day. Right. And he knew he was being used for a free meal for all of that stuff that we've discussed. Sure. But he didn't care because he just wanted, he was just, oh, I just need some company tonight. Okay. Not right. expecting it to move any further. Just he was okay with paying for the meal and being used in that sense just so he could have company. I didn't know how I felt about that. I'm like, okay. I guess you're both using each other in a sense, but what are you getting out of that long term? That's just kind of like short term oh. satisfaction and gratification. For sure. Yeah, absolutely. It definitely is. But I think maybe what I think is appealing in maybe not exactly that situation itself, but the idea of it, like an event 
either before Valentine's Day or on Valentine's Day, somewhere around the time, where I think one of the things that I have so much trouble with, with relationships and dating and all that kind of stuff, when it comes to not knowing if the other person is looking for the same thing. So if you have some type of event on Valentine's Day or around it, mm-hmm. where it's specifically put out there that these are single people that are interested in dating or relationship or whatever. So it's not going into a bar and having to guess whether these people are with someone or, you know, if they want to talk to you, any of that kind of stuff. You're kind of put in a situation where you know that already. I think I've seen a lot more of those kind of things come up on, on like Facebook. Like it'll show like, like not even just on Valentine's day, but more recently just singles, this singles that like, invite or like speed dating kind of things at like breweries that I've noticed like this person is attending. Yeah. And I think that's great. I think that's a great way for people to put themselves out there. And um, I mean, I don't think that's something that I would necessarily want to partake in. Right. Not that I wouldn't be open to it, but it just, I don't like forcing the situation for myself. Like again, I like, but if you're frustrated with the, the that scene of not knowing whether or not someone is, open to it. I think that's definitely a good option for people who are single and want alternative options other than just swiping or showing up to a bar hope or a coffee shop hoping to meet somebody that day. Right. Yeah, I think, and actually, it's funny you brought that up because I've seen that a lot. I wonder if that happens, to, like, I wonder if it's because I've been sharing the Ian hates love stuff. And you know how Facebook like uses that shit in their yeah. algorithms. So I wonder if that's part of it a little bit. But then also... I saw this really interesting one that I thought would be really fun for the show, but I don't know how to pull it off correctly. Uh, Not yet anyways, but there's one where it's at a brewery where it's get your friend a date. So you put a PowerPoint together and you talk about your friend. And so it's not for you. It's for your friend. And then somehow that's supposed to make the people that are there want to date your friend. That would be a lot of fun if we could pull that kind of thing off. Ian, I think I should be the one presenting, and we should talk about it after. Maybe we'll see. Like I would, I would present a PowerPoint on you to get people to to date you. That would seem very embarrassing. Why would that be embarrassing? Because I don't get to talk in that situation. I have to let exactly. you present. Yeah, as long as the presentation says hates the movie Titanic, it's in some nope. way. Nope. See, then it's my presentation. You can't dictate my presentation. <sighs> I don't hey, know. I'm, I'm used to dictating. I'm used to dictating. I don't we know. should we should ask your listeners. Um, well, they're your listeners too. <laughs> Technically, you're like an official co-host. <laughs> well, we should see. Okay, how many people feel like this would be a good idea if I presented Ian, almost like a debutante, to the at this event, presented him out into the wild for people to date. Into the wild. I think it's a Great. good idea. I think you should um, first not only subscribe to the show so you can catch the. The aftermath of it, but also comment, leave some comments for Ian, convincing him to let me do this. That would be funny. I like the call to action. I definitely do. We'll see if it works. We'll see if it works. All right. We're going to skip the next one because I think the next question is about amount of money. Do you have any story for that? Amount of money? Yeah. Spent on like how much money you've ever or the most you've ever spent on Valentine's Day. So the only times I've ever gotten a present for a guy on Valentine's day have been when I've been in a relationship. And I think the first year I got him like a video game. He had been talking about, I think it was either like a Madden or or something sports related. 
and it had just come out. So I had pre-ordered it and got him that. And then I like subtly got him some new clothes because I hated um, his wardrobe. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, is this, is this a cargo pants story? Oh yeah. He was a cargo pants guy. We're going to save that for another, like let's save (laughs) cargo pants because I think we can have a whole episode about how much I got laid when I wore cargo pants. Oh my God. I, I can't even tell you they were magical. And I don't know why people don't like them. So we'll save that. We'll save that. Go ahead. Um, and I got him some hats. So I th- actually think I spent around like 100 to $130. Okay. Um, which I think was kind of a lot. I, was in, I wasn't in the best financial situation at that time. Ah, okay. Obviously, I, had, um, I think I was either, either in my last year of college or my first year outside. So I was either – I was – like 21 to ish. Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean, I was working full time and everything like that uh, on top of that, but I still think that was a lot to spend on, on Valentine's day, especially coming so close off, off of Christmas. No, that's very true. I think though, what people have to remember now, and especially now I know you're not one of the people that this would apply to, but for, we talked about first dates, we talked about who pays for a first date, all that kind of stuff. And then later on, how bills get split. But in general, if you're in one of those relationships where a guy pays for everything, going out to dinner for a night and having drinks is way over 130 bucks. Oh, yeah. And that's the thing is, we did go out to dinner on that and he paid for it. So I felt, I felt bad. I mean, I always offered to split, like I said, but he like insisted. Sure. And I think he actually anticipated to spend more. Okay. He's like, wait, you don't want to get do this. You don't want. I'm like, why are you trying to spend more money? But I think he it's just Valentine's Day, baby. He felt so like he wanted to. It was weird. It was almost. I was like, I mean, I'm not like it's not, not like I'm a cheap date <laughs> or anything like that. But oh, yeah. I was like, very con. I mean, yeah. I At think... that point, he made more money than me because he was out of school. But okay. I think for me, I've spent. I think on Valentine's so. It's an event that I did for this Valentine's Day. So for one of my very long-term relationships, the girl that I was seeing loved wine. And we would go to like those wine riots. And one of the things we had never done before, or she had done it in the past, but I had never done it, was the wine convention. And I think they do it almost every Valentine's Day. And it's down in the seaport of Boston. They have these in like most major cities. But it's like a huge-ass fucking convention of wine. So you end up paying like a hundred bucks a ticket, maybe because it's a little fancier, wow. but you get completely wasted. So three hours or four hours, you're gone. Like, so that's your whole day, basically. So I remember going there. So I paid for the tickets for that. And I think we had gone to dinner the night before or something like that. But her height was taller than average, but she was super thin. So she got completely wasted like so so wasted that she left her phone in the women's bathroom and didn't realize it until i got a call on my phone from her phone saying hey this was the last person that you're talking to and yeah she left it but by the way side story as women you guys don't take your phone out and leave it on the tissue dispenser do you because that's where they found that's weird all the time no because if you think most Okay, if I'm wearing, especially if I'm wearing jeans 
that we have no pockets. We have no ability, no front pockets in most jeans now. Oh. So you have to, like, if you're carrying your phone in your back pocket, yeah. you have to take it out. And I usually don't carry, like, if I'm out, I try to carry as little as possible because sure. that's the last things that I can lose. So if I don't have, like, a clutch or anything like that that day, then it's, yeah, I'm leaving my phone on the on the dispenser. Wow. Yeah, that's just super gross. I would never do that in a guy's bathroom. I assume, like, everything in a men's bathroom has either been, like, orgasmed on or used to Ew. wipe something. Yeah. There's no way yeah. my phone touches anything in a bathroom. That's, that's yeah. another side story. Yeah. When you're drunk, um, it doesn't – you don't really care that much, though. Uh, I've been drunk in guys' bathrooms and, yeah, still no. But anyways, so we get her phone back. She's completely wasted. We spend the rest of the time there still drinking and everything. And then when I brought her home, probably at around like 5 or 6 p.m., I had to go over to the McDonald's. And I haven't been to a McDonald's for like twice in 15 years probably. Wow. And I Because I was like, she needs to eat something or she's going to die. And I could not – like I didn't want to have another dead girl in my conscience. I just oh didn't. God. Not on Valentine's Day. I did that. I left her in my apartment sleeping. Rolled over to the side and I went out and got drinks with people. <laughs> oh my god! It I... was six p.m. Oh my god! Okay, I have a similar story then because that oh that would have made me so mad. Well, you would have never known because you no. would have been you were so drunk then. So okay, the first Valentine's Day that I spent with my ex boyfriend, and again he made a big deal out of it because mm-hmm. he it was like. It was the first Valentine's Day. He really wanted to make it special, yada, yada, yada. His two best friends decided to visit. So um, he, I was, still, I was uh, still a senior in college, and they had graduated the year prior. So they decided to visit that weekend, Valentine's Day weekend. I think Valentine's Day was on a Friday. No, obviously not a lot of common sense there because <laughs> these are two single guys that hadn't been – uh, romantically linked with a woman probably in a f- couple years. Okay. And so, again, very little common sense of all the weekends to visit Valentine's Day weekend. Right. I don't know. Typical guy move. Oh, but okay. I tried to be really understanding, like, hey, your friends are coming to visit. Like, that's that's okay. Like, we can go out to dinner, whatever. Whatever you want to do, we can do. Okay. So we go out to dinner, and we go back to his place. And at like, I want to say like at 10 or 10.30, his friends are calling him like, hey, we just got in, like, let's hang out. And I could tell he was torn. And I'm like, okay, I'm not going to like force you to hang out with me. But like he had planned this whole day and night. So I was like going to leave it up to him. I was like, honestly, like I'd rather kind of, I'd rather stay in. But if you want to go out, you can go out. I expected up like a little bit of a fight. And he was like, okay, I'm going out. (laughs) I was so pissed. And granted, I probably should have been more honest about my feelings. Yes. But I was like, I had taken the night off of work. I was bartending back then. Okay. So a Friday night, especially on a holiday, I missed out on a lot of money because he wanted to go out. He wanted to do this big thing. True. Only after the fact, his friends decided to come visit. So I was like pissed. I was like, okay, well, if I had known that, I would have said, fuck you. And I would have gone to work. Right. That is true. So I fell asleep in his bed while he went out with his friends. On Valentine's. <laughs> Sorry. Look, but he's the one that made the big deal out of it. So I was so upset with him. Well, that, and I get that a lot more. 
I get that a lot more than you being like, oh, I love Valentine's Day so much. And then, you know, something like that happens. You weren't even into it. And then that kind of thing happens. So I get it. I haven't had a bad Valentine's Day. I don't, I don't think. I mean, maybe the only thing, and this is going to be an adorable story that I'll tell you right now. So I was super shy in school and stuff. So in high school, there was this girl named Desiree that I had a crush on. You know, before going there that day for Valentine's Day, it happened to be on the actual day. I went, I got this like little teddy bear with like a heart-shaped box of chocolates or whatever. Mm-hmm. I brought it with me and I never gave it to her. Why? Because I'm a pussy. That's so cute. Yeah. And then I, I found, look, this is the other, this is the worst part though. I somehow, for some reason, took it back home with me <laughs> and I threw it in a closet because I was probably pissing myself and I found it like the next year when I was moving and I was like, oh, look, a reminder of what a pussy I am. I think it's the cutest thing when, like, especially like high school kids or, you know, young kids are able to show emotion like that and like, because they obviously will get made fun of like when you do something nice for a girl in high school, you get made like it's ridiculously immature, but... But I always thought that that was really endearing when a guy would still show his feelings, even knowing that he was going to have to face the wrath of his, right. or maybe being made fun of, but. Well, yeah. And that was two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm cheap. Oh, if only. No, I honestly, that did happen. That was, yeah, I, look, I even, it's going to be even worse, but I even wrote like poems to girls back in the day. <laughs> but that was because I was too shy to express my emotions, like, as a person. Yeah, I never got a poem. No, actually, no. At one year, I think I was, like, in – I was young. I was, like, in middle school. Okay. I had a, I had a poem, and he would, like – or I had a – I guess you could say a secret admirer. Yeah. And he would slip notes in my locker. And I, one, thought it was either creepy or – because it happened over the course of a couple months. And I would, like – at that, at some point, I was like, okay, this it's either a joke or he's that too shy to even say anything. Right. I just completely ignored it. Oh. And then he grew up to be a serial killer. Probably. Yeah. It's for sure. Oh, no. For sure. For sure that happened. Oh, for sure. But actually, you know what? Actually, uh, I just remembered this. Did your schools ever do the match dating thing? No. Where you would fill out – oh, Okay. Yeah, I... I went to a Catholic high school, Ian. Oh, okay. Yeah, so only the priest did it? <laughs> Man, I am killing this. We actually didn't have priests. Um, it was a very weird... But it was the only... It was... Uh, it was bad. Look, we'll do a whole episode of everything you've done, you know, lesbian fantasies and stuff. We'll do a whole one just dedicated to that. Why? Because I went to Catholic school? Yeah. Why is that? Why is lesbian fantasies tied with that? Because that's what all guys think what happens at Catholic schools. Seriously? Oh, you didn't know that? It yeah, wasn't an sure. all-girls school. It actually oh, used to it be wasn't? Oh, no, it used to be boring. an all-boys school. Oh, that's boring then. Oh, I forget. And it. then they opened it up to girls. So there were only, there was actually the ratio of guys to girls was like, I think, 70, 30. It's like Boston. All right. I got you. <laughs> all right. Wait, wait. So I, I don't want to go too far into joke land here. So. You're unaware of the situation. So I moved around a lot as a kid. This actually happened at multiple different schools. So what you would do before Valentine's Day, probably like the week before, is if you wanted to, obviously it's not mandatory, if you wanted to, you would fill out this form 
and it would be like your likes and dislikes and you know like what you're looking for and all this bullshit all on like a scan uh, scantron thing and oh then my God. yeah and then on valentine's day they would come around and you would donate like it would be like two bucks or something like that that would go to a school function and they would give you a list of like 10 women whatever the opposite sex was what yeah like in 10 women school? in high i think they did this in middle school at some points too yeah this isn't just a one-time thing. I remember this at I've multiple. I've never heard of this in my life. Oh, yeah. So you would get a list of, like, the top 10 women that would be a match for you. And then you could go do whatever. I mean, you could work. You could either take it or leave it or whatever. But some people did hook up based on that list. Seriously? I've never heard of this in my life. That is insane. Yeah. You're like teenagers. You're giving teenagers more fuel to go. Well. Hormonal teenagers more things to Oh. If you were, if you were also, it helped if you were in a bigger high school where you didn't really know everybody. So I had everything because I did three high schools or whatever. So I oh, had wow. the small ones, I had the big ones, I had the medium. It was kind of funny. I went to all of them, but yeah, sometimes you didn't know because there were thousands of people in your high school. So this was a way of meeting people, sort of. Interesting. I I only went to one high school and I graduated with with 120. Well, 123, including myself. People. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's a lot different then. Yeah. yeah. Okay. We, well, had, we had about 100 a grade. Wow. Well, that was a side tangent again, but it did, it did come to my mind there. So I think we've kind of talked about single versus relationship, you know, that kind of thing. That's one of the questions, but I think we already talked about that when it has to do with Valentine's Day. Is there a good Valentine's Day that you had while you were in a relationship? No. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, another Valentine's Day that I had when, when I was in a relationship I was actually I was so pissed at him oh, um, so uh, we were just coming off of like a really bad string and it was basically like we were fighting constantly and what pissed me off was he was like okay so what do you want to do for Valentine's Day and I'm like are you kidding me like we just like almost broke up a week ago and you want to celebrate Valentine's Day? Well, so I was like, no, I don't think we should celebrate. And he got so mad at me for that. And I'm like, why do you care so much about Valentine's Day? I don't know. Show you off? I don't know. Be happy with your relationship? I don't know. Well, that w- that's what pissed me off. I was like, you only want to like do it because you think you should versus like all the things I've been asking you of the last couple of weeks you haven't done, but now because it's Valentine's Day, you want to go out to dinner and celebrate what? The fact that we're still together. Like, that's, <laughs> is that really a victory? I know what a what a horrible thing to want to celebrate that you guys are still in a relationship. Well, I was pretty salty about it at that point. We we ended up breaking up a few months later. So you lasted a few months after that. Oh yeah, it was bad. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah, that's whew, that doesn't. No, sound but bad. I think I think that was on me though. That was totally my bad. That I was so um, anti Valentine's Day that year mm-hmm. because I was like. I think I tried to torture him a little bit into because I was I was so upset with him and instead of explaining that to him I was like no we're not going to celebrate this we're not going to do that because we don't deserve it. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's awful. Yeah, that's, that's pretty really, Yeah, that's very vindictive. <laughs> but I wasn't I wasn't in a good headspace about it, so. Well, as long as you recognize it now. To be honest, I haven't had a successful well what I would consider a successful Valentine's Day with with an SO Probably ever. I've had one. Okay. Yeah. Elaborate. So I it's very simple. I got to I her parents were out of town. 
I went over to her parents' place. She had baked me all these fucking, like, cookies and stuff. Like, she baked me, like, a ton of fucking cookies. We watched a horror movie. She took me to Chili's. We came back. We did stuff. And then I went home. And it was fucking great. That's all I need. I don't need anything special. I don't need, like, craziness. Just like, hey, she really loved me. And she was willing to do stuff for me. And then I left. It was fun. I feel I love that you specified that you went to Chili's. I feel like that was very uh It was really good. Yeah. We got the bottomless baby chips back, and salsa. Baby back, baby back. No, I didn't get the ribs. I did fajitas, I think. Oh, I hate restaurant fajitas. Even border cafe. I judge anyone that orders fajitas in a restaurant because I hate every, the, the, like they're sizzling. a thing that you order. They're coming out still like sizzling. It just it's oh no. I don't like the idea of having to prepare my own food. Like <laughs> it should come made when I order it. Like I'm not paying you to, for me to have to work to eat. Like those Korean barbecues and shit where you have to cook your own food. Yeah. Fuck no. Wait, they cook the food for you. No, they bring out raw meat and you have to like fucking sizzle it over the grill. Like I've never seen anyone have to do their own cooking of the food. Yeah, there's a lot of like barbecue places now really? that that's becoming a thing. Oh. I think it's that's very like Seinfeldian because Why of that. Why can't you just do that at home? That's very true. Wait, did you ever watch Seinfeld? No. Oh, they had a whole thing where Kramer wanted to cook your own pizza. And that people were like, why does anyone want to cook their own pizza? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> why would they ever want to do that? But I'm look, not going to a restaurant to have to cook my own food. That's again, kitchen is a scary place for me. Yes, I, we can tell. I'm sure the audience knows that too. But I, I just don't see putting the ingredients that you like into something as a big deal i don't know i like a fire and ice where you can go and you can pick all your food in the big bowl and then you just shove it on the grill and they cook it for you i don't know i don't think that's like a problem i just think i like um i like my food to come out ready ready to be consumed i to eat their own i guess i'm a simple gal ian i'm a simple gal. well no i think and actually i think that makes you more high maintenance than simple because oh, i don't want to put together fajitas when i'm yeah, that's very high maintenance. No. It's extremely high maintenance. Yes, it is. It How absolutely is. High is. Maintenance? Because you wouldn't take the five seconds it takes to take a tortilla, put some meat and cheese in it, and fucking stuff it in your face. You're like, no, yeah, no, no. Then, it has to come out like that. Then all the juices from the pan are like <laughs> dripping all over the tortilla. So you got now it's like a soggy ass tortilla that you're shoving in your face, and half of it is spilling all over the table, and you're Trying to get your margarita, it's just, it's a nightmare. First of all, let's save juices for another episode. We can do a whole episode on that. But then also, (laughs) (laughs) you did. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know where you're getting these raggedy ass fajitas from. They separate everything so that the tortillas are hot by themselves and everything else is hot by themselves. And then you take them and you put them together. There's no, like... I, I don't know where there's such an issue. It just it's just not my uh not my favorite dish. Someone please for Valentine's Day take it out and show her how to make I, I now it's in my mind that you just don't know how to make a fajita. It's not okay. It's not that I don't know how to make a fajita. Just remember you don't put the meat on your hand first. You put the tortilla <laughs> down and then <laughs> Yeah. I'm very aware of how to make a tortilla or fajita. I just think it's unnecessary because you can have the same thing 
Well, it's like pre-made if you order it in a taco form. It's just not hot. It's cold. Yeah, I, I just don't see it. But that's fine. That's completely fine. But Agree? my Disagree. No, I never do that, by the way. So just <laughs> so you know, when I was talking about like you jumped on me for the chilies thing. So that's why I had to fight back a little bit with the fajita thing. No, I love the chilies thing. It reminded me of The Office. Look, chilies for a long time I was like my chilies tonight. Yeah, I grew up poor. So Chili's was like a great fast food restaurant that was like passable. I like Chili's. Yeah. So I'm just saying. So that was my best Valentine's Day. Because then I got a shit ton of cookies too. So have you ever only ever celebrated Valentine's Day when you've been in a relationship? Yeah. There's nothing. In my opinion, there's nothing to celebrate if you're single. Well, no. Like if you're just dating a girl and you're like just happen to be dating around Valentine's Day, do you take her out? I don't think my relationships have ever lined up that way. Mm. Yeah, I don't. And since I got rid of all of my dating apps except for one, there's really, it's not like, oh, let me look for someone on Valentine's Day to do something. So, so my struggle is I've, so I've been in a relationship for a couple of Valentine's Days, which obviously I explained and they have not gone good. Well, Mm -hmm. I've started dating someone around the new year now twice or no two or three times, I'd say. And I say that it definitely puts more pressure on the relationship when Valentine's Day comes around the corner because you're not necessarily, like I said, exclusive yet. You don't know. You don't want to. I physically don't want to mention it right now because I don't want to. I don't want to say, oh, it's Valentine's Day. What do you like? I don't want to put pressure on it, but I also don't want to seem disinterested if I don't mention something. So I, as a girl, I don't know what the best course of action is around Valentine's Day. If you're not in a relationship, but you're not, not single. I always think that the best thing to do is to be open about stuff. Obviously we do a show where we talk and that's, I mean, and I have like five other podcasts where that's what I do is just talk and be open. So I think that is the best course of action. You can do it without seeming desperate. You can do it without seeming like you want to do Valentine's, especially if you don't want to do anything. There are ways to, you know, express that to someone as well. Because going out for Valentine's Day does not mean that you're exclusive with the person. It doesn't mean anything like that. Right. No, exactly. I think for me, like the last time that I, I didn't know the first time that this happened to me, the relationship was still very, not, it wasn't even a relationship at that point. It was just very new. And I think when he, again, I didn't mention it. I didn't say anything. We just, we used to talk on us, obviously a regular basis. About two days before Valentine's Day, radio silence. Ah. And up until like two days after. And I didn't say anything because again, I didn't want to put, but I just thought that was interesting because it's like, why does this one day give you so much anxiety? Like, what are you going to think? I'm going to ask for a ring in two days? Like, <laughs> well, it's not going to happen. I mean, let's also be honest, not a lot of people like to be open and honest. So when something like Valentine's Day comes up, it does bring up talks of other things that go along with it because it is supposed to be the celebration of love. And if you're just dating, you're probably not in love at that time. So it's expectations and people don't often deal with expectations well anyways. Yeah, I think that's something that turned me off about the guy, though. Just the, not the fact that he didn't want to celebrate, obviously, Valentine's Day, but just the lack of communication that came with it. Like, if you were, if you just said, like, hey, listen, like, I know Valentine's Day's coming up, but this is how I feel. 
Like I, I like where this is going, but I think we should not sell or anything. I would have been, that's cool. I appreciate that. Again, I've never had a, what I would consider a successful Valentine's day. So I wouldn't want to start with somebody that I was really interested in for fear that it would, <laughs> I don't know, not go well, I guess. Superstition. But, um, yeah. I mean, clearly like it's, I don't have a good track record. So, but well, I guess the, the, the just, if you're just going to ignore me instead, I think that's like a little immature. Well, sure. A commercialized holiday is coming up around the time that we started speaking with each other. Yeah, for sure. I, I think the basic, if you want to boil everything down for Valentine's Day, especially if you're not in a relationship, but even if you are in some points, especially if it's a newer relationship, like you've talked about ex- exclusivity, you've done all that, it's still the very basics of a relationship or liking someone or dating. You don't want to be on a different page than the other person. Yes. And that's always an issue is, does this person like me more than I like them? And does, you know, it's all that bullshit that goes into it because once you realize that you're not in the same place, it's very difficult to ever get there because once that stuff's out in the open, it it ruins things. I agree. And that kind of segues nicely into the, to the question. Another question that we got was, should a girl be offended if her boyfriend doesn't plan anything that day? I think that's a very sexist question, and that's why I wasn't going to bring it up. Oh, I like that question. Well, of course you do, because it's aimed at you. But we're 2019 right now. No guy should be in charge of Valentine's Day anymore. Well, okay. Well, I experienced that. I got a guy offended with me. Well, I got well. My ex-boyfriend was offended with me because I wouldn't let I wouldn't let him plan anything for Valentine's Day. Or let, or I wouldn't let us celebrate it. Right, that was the story you told before, though, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that's what I mean. I, so I is get that it. warranted? I guess is the question. Is no, it, is, I don't. I don't think it's. And that's either, either sex. I'm playing, and that's the thing. I'm playing the offended. I'm never offended by anything, but it's just one of those things where if we are trying to get to this point in society where men are not supposed to be doing something and women aren't supposed to be doing something or you're not supposed to hold people to certain standards, then a made-up holiday like Valentine's Day should be a pretty easy one to be like, oh, why don't you just have a conversation with your significant other or whatever and just talk about this stuff instead of assuming that a guy needs to spend money or plan something for you. Okay, this might sound a little hypocritical. It's going to be extremely hypocritical. Go ahead. I, I think I would be a little offended if there was if I was dating somebody and there was no conversation and it came around and it was just like no acknowledgement whatsoever. So it's not the acknowledgement. So how about this then? All right. So we're dating and I'm not bringing up Valentine's Day because I'm like, hey, she should also maybe bring a Valentine's Day. And then you're just at a stalemate. You see what I mean? Like whose fault is it really that nothing is planned out? I think just in here's my here's my take on it. I oh I am somebody that likes to be chased more than I will chase. Sure. I again same thing with I think I discussed this on the first episode. I won't make the physical first move ever, right. even though I'm a fairly independent dominant person. I won't make that physical first move because I need that to be made by the guy. Sure. Even though I'll show interest. Same way that I don't need to be, but I like to be chased. I like someone that's willing to, and I think most guys like the chase. Oh, so I think that's. 
I think that's no, changed significantly. One hundred percent disagree with you. I no, you can, but I think that's kind of almost evolved or matured out of men. I don't think that that's something that is. I mean, maybe in the wild with frat boy douchebags in Boston for sure. But I'm talking okay. about like people. I'm talking about like intelligent people that understand relationships and you know all that kind of stuff. Okay, who's saying that I'm dating frat boy douchebags in the wild? Well, that's all there is in the wild in Boston. You're, so. No, you're jaded. <laughs> you're extremely jaded. I am jaded. I can't wait to you're find jaded. a frat boy of my own. <laughs> I can say with the utmost certain. Well, no, fuck. Okay, <laughs> one frat boy. I've, I and he was not your typical frat boy. But other than that, I have. I've a heard that before. No, I, no, hundred. <laughs> I hate you. I just. I've, I laughed so much this episode. Go that's ahead. actually such a big turnoff for me is frat boys. Well, they're awful. Most of them. If you're gonna fucking parade letters around, no, thank you. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. But that so besides that joke, besides the joke I made, I honestly do think that that's a very stereotypical thing to say about guys that they like the chase of something. Because they do. Some do. I can tell you for sure right now, I don't. I fucking hate it. That's the worst part. That's why I'm single. I think it's I think for both parties, I think girls like to be chased and guys most in most cases, guys like the chase. Because it's exciting. That's the addictive part of dating is Oh, that I don't think so. The, the reason why I would want to be in a relationship is that love is something that I don't have. It's something that I enjoy when I'm in love with somebody and that person reciprocates said love. I like that part. It's not the chase of, quote unquote, winning that person over. Like, that's not something that I enjoy doing. It's not that you're winning somebody over, though. It's but, like you're... But you're talking about, literally, the, the, you encapsulate it by saying the chase. So a woman likes to be chased. Guys like doing the chasing. That puts you as a woman as the prize. I mean, that's years and years of psychology. You're the prize. So then, so then by chasing you and winning, you are now my prize. You see what I mean? And that's what women aren't supposed to like anymore. Sorry, I do. <laughs> oh, no, that's fine. I'm just, I'm letting you know that I, in a roundabout way right now, what we're talking about is dissecting that entire thing where men are told not to do that anymore. No, I think that's false. I don't think men are told not to do it. I think the reason that I like the chase is that I like to see them show the interest. Right. I like to, I like to see them show interest. I'm not going to... I think, okay, in the instances where I've seen, like in friend groups, in, in whatever, girls show the initial interest can come on really strong. Guys are have not responded well to it. And I'm not saying that's every guy, but right. when when I witness in the wild a girl come <laughs> on way too strong, guys do not like that. Well, they don't like it when it's a girl that they don't like. No guy is going to turn down a girl who's coming on strong who they like. So if the girl is attractive to that person and they're saying the things that they like, it doesn't matter how strong the girl. It's the same. It's the exact same thing where a woman will be like, oh, no, I don't want that guy hitting on me. That creeps me out. But that guy over there, if he was doing the exact same thing, it would be completely fine. Okay. I have a theory that. A guy will sleep with one in three girls that if they, if like 
you were just at a random place. You could pick out one in three girls that you would sleep with or be with, whatever. But a girl would choose one in ten of a guy. Oh, yeah. I Well, also, you have more to choose from because you're the sought-after gender. Like, women are sought-after. They're chaste. So you're obviously going to have more choices. Look, I, I think... I forget if it, it wasn't Ian Hates Love, but it was another show that I do probably like a few years ago. But I think I did this exact same thing where I said, look, a man can walk into a bar and he can strike out the entire night. Any woman walks into a bar and wants to have sex, there will be someone that will have sex with him. Like it will always be the girl will always have the choice over the guy. And that's exactly why I think I enjoy being chased versus chasing yeah i get that i'd rather know that somebody is interested and is willing to put in the effort to pursue rather than just be oh this girl wants someone to have sex with right yeah exactly there are always exceptions to the rules but that's the whole point of this is that every girl is different and every guy is different so it's very hard to put specific rules down it's the same as even the questions that we have today everything's circumstantial and it has to be based on the person, so it's very subjective. That's just the way it is. But guess what? I realize we are over an hour right now, so it's probably a good time to stop. I think we got everything pretty much covered, though. If that's not a Valentine's Day special, I don't know what else is. <laughs> so, Sophie, once again, you are not going to be sharing your social medias and all that kind of stuff. It might maybe in the future. Who knows? Nobody wants to see that. I think it's better I remain a mystery to your listeners. Once again, it should count as your listeners as well, <laughs> because you have done the show now three times. But yes, I am sure you don't want all the constant texting and tweeting about how you need to learn how to put a fajita together. So completely understood. <laughs> but until then, until that happens, you can go ahead and contact me, Ian Hates, by going to Twitter at Ian Hates Podcast. Give me a follow there. Same with Instagram and Facebook. It's at Ian Hates. Very, very simple on those two. And then if you have more questions, just like our great hater out there who gave us so many great questions for today, you can go ahead and email them, ianhates at gmail.com. And I think that is fine for right now. Obviously, I have Ian Hates Music, Ian Hates Conversations. I have some episodes of Ian Hates Movies that still need to come out. Plus, I have a bunch of announcements, big-time announcements coming up very soon, but we won't go into those now. So, Sophie, I will ask you something I have asked you every single episode. Do you have any final words for everyone? I just, I, if I had to say something to everyone right now, I'd say feel confident in where you're at. Go out into the wild if you don't, and I'd love to hear some stories of that, of, of some success stories of going out and uh, into the wild, as I say. I will leave you all the way I always do, long days and pleasant nights. Thanks, everyone.